0: Hi there, Um, just wanted to share something different. Uh, This podcast will have different types of content, and as such, I'm sharing uh, information or word of encouragement from a new book that I'll be starting soon. This is The Anointed Appointed, Isaiah's Proclamation to the People of This Age. And uh, I'll intro with um, this time for God's anointed, to realize their appointment. All signs point to the need for an awakening of consciousness, and creation awaits the sons and daughters of Zion. It's my belief that the Lord has planted within his creation the ability to awaken when the right conditions are present. Our genetic code dictates a response not just to nature, but to the social environments he knew we would be creating. And if you look throughout history, you can see people like Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, um, you know, even in the arts and the sciences, people creating or operating um, as the time dictates, meaning people need uh, new invention. They need creativity. Sometimes people need a voice. They need people to speak up for them. And Isaiah points to that. Isaiah, especially Isaiah 61, talks about, um, people being anointed, people being clothed with the Holy Spirit, so that they could do the work of freeing other people and releasing the captives from captivity. And obviously, the Bible is—you know—it's—it's it's filled with—you um, know—stories of people being brought to new heights, new freedoms, places of, um, of, of joy, and um, emotional freedom but also physical freedom. Obviously, you know the story of the Israelites um, being freed from captivity in Egypt. They were freed after about 420, 430 years of captivity. So this time, um, I believe as it's written in the scriptures, divinely ordained by God, not by men, not by church systems or educational rites of passage. And the people um, that will be operating in this, this company, they'll essentially act as priests in the order of Melchizedek. The Bible talks about um, Jesus being the high priest, um, and he's the prototype, obviously. And um, as such, we will operate as disciples of Christ, uh, empowered by Yahweh himself, by the Holy Spirit. And, um, this is all brought on by just a deep hunger, um, with the Lord, a deep hunger of his more and, um, you know, the strength, the wherewithal, the vision, understanding of what God's heart is for creation comes by way of intimacy with him. So it's born out of, um, the anointed appointed, um, they're appointed after they understand who they are. And you understand who you are by being as close to the source of of your um, your firstborn creativity, which is your creator, obviously. Uh, he creates us with purpose. So then at, as such, we get vision, power, and authority. And we understand that we're here to heal the brokenhearted. And because we... Ourselves been made whole. Ourselves have been uh, freed from whatever bondage and darkness we might have had. Um, you know, out, you know, being captivated by the world. Once freed, we want to free others. So essentially, uh, the anointed appointed are announcing a new season that is coming. It's a season that must pass away for the people of God to be more activated in what He wants to do in the earth. So we're also not just announcing a new season, but we're announcing a judgment against the power structures, the systems and paradigms that have been attempting to impede the Lord's loving work towards his children, towards his creation. And um, again, I'll use another example, uh, you know, with Martin Luther King Jr. um, A lot of his work was not just telling people that they were to be free or that there was a God who loved them or, whatever it might be, he was calling um, to light the injustices. Even up until the last couple weeks of his life, he was going down to southern cities and speaking on behalf of uh, black union workers who were not being given the, uh, a fair you know, wage. And so he was speaking against a system that was trying to keep people you know, boxed in to work for something they, um, you know, know, were, you know, they had earned, um, but they weren't being given the right compensation, and so, um, you know, I'll, I write here, and I write, I'll, you know, I'll, when I do my book, I'll, I'll go into this, I'll unpack it, but it's very, it's imperative to me, um, and it's been put on my heart to flesh out this kind of understanding that before people... And um, I, I just think that uh, it's, it's imperative that people understand that before they go out and do the work of the Lord, they understand completely what it is they've been freed from or if they need to be freed from things. Um, I think that it's, it's important because I think the church has um, understood that they've been, um, anointed and appointed and that's not the problem, but I I think that somewhere it's been lost in in the walk and call uh, to, um, be whole emotionally and spiritually, um, so that when people go, they're going in the fullest maturity, they're going in the fullest humility. Their lives are, um, are characterized by integrity. Uh, their life is open to the Lord. It, you know, it doesn't mean they're perfect, but what they do have is the humility before the Lord to work with other people, um, to lay themselves down, to um, to move into spaces where people need um, not judgment, judgment. You know we we judge things, but we don't judge people we judge sin, but we not we don't judge the sinner and ultimately um just to operate with this with this stance that we are part of the solution we're part of god's uh design for uh for creation to be restored to him, meaning that um we're gonna work with people that don't look like us we're gonna be a part of a healing process that is just not uh, one-sided so that means that the teachers and the preachers and the evangelists apostles and prophets will all have to get along with uh, the counselors and the entrepreneurs and um, the people who work in the, the private sectors and people who call themselves church or people who have been in seminaries must also Think outside the box and outside of the systems, because I believe um, just as you know we're calling systems for what they are, and we're operating, you know, uh, in a in a stance to kind of see the world um, as a you know as a, as its natural realm. You know, we can't understand ourselves to be totally set apart from it. Meaning, we're not a, we're affected by the world, and as such, there's things that we bring to the table that might be affected. So that means that the church has been affected um, and the church needs healing. It needs counseling. It needs deliverance. You know, it's a part of our mandate to do all that. But uh, we must do that self, just do that for ourselves first and then move out into the churches um, and the people. So um, the revived seed will become oaks of righteousness. Oaks of righteousness will shine in a dark time. And they will be able to relate to the people of every nation, tongue, and tribe, because the love of Christ is inclusive and non-exclusive. The fruit of our life is something not seen anywhere else, and people of different customs will look to bless you because of the love and favor that is over our lives. And um, I'll stop here. There'll be more recording and um, you know more sharing, but I just wanted to throw a little bit out there and... Um, You know, you guys can interact with this however way, you know, I post this out and get this out. And just wanted to bless you you with um, just kind of looking into uh, what this next age holds, the kingdom age, that is, and the passing of the church age. So be blessed. Um, In the name of Jesus, go forth and continue growing, continue moving into new realms, continue breaking through into what God has purposed you to move into. Peace.